Good morning. I don't know why I keep saying good morning because I really truly don't know what time you watch or listen to this, but welcome back to another episode of the Create Success Podcast with your host, me, Mariah. And today I want to talk about, well, first off, I hope that your Thanksgiving weekend was delicious. Let's start there. Also, I have the window open. So if you hear my neighbor, just say hi. There's nothing you can do. I've tried. So anyways, today we're going to be talking about comparison. The sneakiest yet biggest thief of joy. I think it is the most underrated emotion we have because it's usually the root of all the other emotions we have. And the craziest part about it is that everybody does it. I don't care how rich how many followers, how successful, everybody falls into the trap of comparison. And that does make it seem like it's hard to avoid. But just like every other emotion we have, and just like every other habit we have, we can set things in place to help us recognize when this emotion is taking place. Let's hop right on in. Sorry, there's a hair glued to my face eyelash glue was going crazy this morning um so let's hop right on in because comparison i believe is something that we don't really notice is happening we just get left with the remnants of what comparison is such as anxiety depression sadness anger sometimes happiness um depends on what you're comparing about but I do want to start with it's human nature to compare because truly who knows what's going on. Think about top of quarantine when everybody was going nuts over Charmin Ultra Soft and why? Like really like wasn't that so interesting to watch because I feel like half of us were like what about meat and canned goods? <laughs> like those things you actually can't replace. Like if it came down to it and I was out of toilet paper Girl, we using rags, we using anything else, you know? But if I'm out of meat, I'm out of food, I can't eat a rag, you know what I'm saying? So that's just like a small example of comparison as in looking at what everybody else is doing and then adjusting what you are doing and what you believe. That's the baseline I think that we could all agree we think comparison is. But I also want to bring up social media and how sneaky social media has made us compare ourselves to every single post we see. Have you heard the saying that people are like mirrors? Now, when people typically say this, I think that they're more talking about whatever's going on inside, they reflect on the outside. So if someone's easily offended, it's probably because of a trauma they're keeping on the inside and they're reflecting it on you or maybe they're just really mean to themselves and they don't love themselves so why would they ever love you they're going to be mean cold-hearted and not appreciative i would also like to take this a step further and say it's giving very much snow white like or is that snow white mirror mirror on the wall who's the finest of them all is that is that snow white if not somebody will correct it but i really do think that when people first look at somebody or first conversation, a lot of the times they're looking for themselves. I think we all do this. 
you're looking for yourself in that person. Like think about when you're about to go pick a seat where you're going to sit, whether you're in class, whether you're doing a new hobby or something, you quickly scan the room and you're like, okay, that person's my same race. So maybe they're cool. And then you maybe look to the other direction and you see a girl who's well put together, nice outfit on. You're thinking possibly high maintenance. I don't want to sit there. Basically, in that situation, you are looking for somebody who you would get along with, somebody like you. So immediately your brain is looking for something similar. I think that that's also why we probably choose to sit either by the same gender or the same race or ethnicity. But let's talk about the people we didn't want to sit next to. Have you ever gotten that compliment where it's like, oh my God, I thought you were going to be so rude, but like once I got to know you, you're really not that rude. What is that? <laughs> she looked in the mirror of you and was like, you know, I usually smile more and like my eyebrows literally, let me tell you an example. Girl, I had this job once and there was a new coworker. She was cool. We actually became friends for a minute. Um, and she told me that she was intimidated by me because my eyebrows were nice and my nails were done. And there was no way I could be nice because she didn't have good eyebrows. And that was when I was like, wait, so you judged me off you not having good eyebrows? But like, that's really how it is. That's really, to, if I could boil it down and make it that simple, that's that interaction is really how it happens in our brain. So let's say you're talking to somebody in a new workout class and she's just being really short and just not as friendly as you wanted. You're like, wow, this girl thinks she is so full of herself because I'm a friendly person. And if someone said that they like green juice, I would have said I like green juice too, instead of being like, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. We're using people as mirrors as well. Like if they're not giving off what we're giving off, it's categorized as being different and most times in a negative way. If not, maybe it's like, oh wow, like I kind of want to get to know this person because they're a little bit more bold than me or they're a little bit more organized than me. And that's okay to a certain extent emphasis on a certain extent because there are energy vampires out there those are very real and very scary so that's a whole nother episode so now that we have those two examples explained now we can talk about how social media has slid underneath everyone's radar and has made us compare on another level undetectable and gives us all of the these emotions that a lot of the times we don't really know what to do with and then we become insanely overloaded and overstimulated and we leave social media not really feeling that great i know that they make a lot of jokes about people who take social media breaks and the ones i mean they're kind of funny like at least the people that are public like going off the radar hit me up like, like you don't really need to do all that. Like if you about to take a social media break, just take a break. I've done it before. I don't announce that I'm going on a break. I'm just taking a break. Some of these people really do be out here. And it's like, wait, if you're taking a break and you're telling people to hit you up, what's the break for, babe? But 
Anyways, back on track. I also want to bring up that jealousy is a completely normal feeling to have. It's a human emotion. So don't beat yourself up for noticing that you're starting to feel jealous of something. The only way that that is negative is what you do with that emotion after. If you're going to go and cyber bully someone underneath the comments and be a troll, then yeah, jealousy is not a good emotion for you and you should probably take that somewhere else. But if you're going to choose in that moment to be like, you know what, this is not making me feel okay, I'm going to log off of social media right now, then that is okay. That's called self-awareness and that is good to have. But let's talk about how social media started off in the beginning. It was kind of wholesome, a little bit. Um, the early vlog days, like the first couple of people who were getting free makeup, it was like, oh, wow, that's cool. Like, good for you, girl. I don't think many of us were like, ooh, I need that. Yeah, I need that. I think it was about the time that people were crossing off, like, you know, bucket list vacations and getting paid to go. And yes, they were working, but they were also getting money to go, a free vacation, and on top of that, a boatload of makeup to take home. And probably there was going to be a whole nother box of PR once they got home. And around that time, this term IG baddie came out. And I'm pretty sure I could ask my grandma what an IG baddie is and she would know. Like that is how big this term became. And I feel like right here is when the comparison on social media became the sneakiest because snapchat came out with filters and there was this weird concept where we went from wearing a dog to a face slimming eyebrow lifting cheek popping contouring filter and that was like sociably acceptable for you to post that even put it on Instagram, like Kim Kardashian was doing it. It was socially acceptable to do these things because they made you look like an IG baddie. And everybody wanted to be an IG baddie. Everybody. And I feel like this is when we started thinking you had to look a certain way. You had to have certain things to be valued as an influencer or to even be valued as a person who has a put together life. I put that in quotes. Sorry if you're not watching. I feel like the girlies who were definitely like into Tumblr in the early days, like they understood what making a niche was and like having a certain styled photo, a certain color, a certain look. And I think IG just took it to the next level. And also chasing likes was a thing, especially if you were in high school during this time. I, I feel like I even fell victim to this. It was like, okay, for if I wanted to be a makeup influencer, like my makeup is not like that. Like I'm not doing my eyebrows like bricks. I'm not wearing a ton of highlighter. Like I could never post these things because I don't look like that. And I don't think at this time everybody was publicly trying to be an influencer not as much as tiktok has made that comfortable now i think it was just maybe in a nonchalant way or maybe someone was just trying to be the influencer or like the the cool looking girl of their group their high school their college their sorority their group like anything and then came this thing where if you were going to be on social media 
you had to glamorize your life a little bit. Remember the food selfie pics and posting vacations, posting your Fashion Nova fit, but a viral moment of everybody getting a BBL so that they could look like how the girls on social media looked. And somehow this became so sneaky to the average day person. Not everybody was trying to be an IG baddie, but the like 150, 250, however many people you follow, you're scrolling down the feed and it's like, oh, well, her boyfriend got her a car and took her on a nice date and got her flowers. So like my boyfriend, I need to break up with him because he's not treating me like a queen should be treated. Meanwhile, this man is working two jobs just to make sure that you have a house to stay in. It's just little things like that. Someone posting that they went on a vacation with friends and had a great time. Now you're sad that you don't have friends. Meantime, that whole time, girl, they was fighting. That whole time, the group was not even together. They were broken up in like sets of two. It's the sneaky comparison. It's when you are starting to think like, man, I should be further in life. Like I'm not where everybody else is. Or maybe you're not even thinking everybody else. You're just plain thinking I should be further. I'm this age. I'm about to be 30. I'm 25. I'm 21. I should be further than this. Who are you comparing yourself to? Most of those thoughts are coming from comparison my business should be better I should have made more sales I should have been more active those are thoughts that I had to stop myself from this weekend having watching other people's business and how they're making moves and how those moves are doing for them though it was a great weekend for me and my business I was on social media and I was looking at my other business friends and how they were doing and how busy they were and posting and all of these things. And I was like, wow, like that is so cool that they got to get into this store. I wish I could have. That is so cool that they got into that event. I wish I could have. That is so cool that she has to take that many trips to the post office. I wish that was me. And I started to feel really down because it wasn't like I wasn't trying. I've done all the same things, but it was just clear as day that that was not my path. And God was trying to let me know that, but I was still trying to cry about it because it just felt like right here, right now, in this moment, I'm not doing my best. I am not doing as well as I could be. And I was feeling so down. I was feeling so down, like to the point where I was like, dang, like what if my business like, you know, like what if it like, you know, never, you know, does anything like what if, what if? Disregarding all the signs that I have gotten that it will. Disregarding my hustle. I believe as long as you are hustling at something hard enough and long enough, it's gonna happen for you. And in that moment, I had to catch myself and be like, okay, it's time to limit social media. It's fun. And I love being on TikTok for hours, learning about banana bread and watching funny videos. But there's that one video that comes every now and then. And I'm like, wow, I mean, you living, you living real good, girl. I mean, I would love to do that. I would love to spend that much money on stuff like that, like you. And now I'm in my finances talking about I'm broke. 
I can't go to Starbucks every day and then take my whole team out to eat like glamorous sushi and then after that go take my mom on a shopping spree to Dolce Gabbana like I can't right now and something about not being able to do that has made me feel dirt broke poor and I have to catch myself in those moments and be like all right well it's time to limit social media again and it is hard because we all are addicted to TikTok and addicted to just having new content to watch especially when you have like 20 minutes to kill Oof. TikTok can kill 20 minutes in two seconds, girl. Next time I look up, it's been two hours. When you start feeling like, wow, like I'm poor. Wow, I'm lonely because I don't have a boyfriend like that. Wow, I'm lonely because I don't have a group of friends like that. I should be further than this. I should be smarter than that. When you start downing on yourself, you have to limit your social media or limit the source that it's coming from. If you are noticing that you're around friends that make you feel that way, either check those friends or check yourself. It's an absolute must because these feelings, as they fester and as they manifest, they start to grow, they give you anxiety, they give you depression. And then now you're sitting on the couch, sad, unmotivated. And all of that could have been avoided if you saw the signs and had the strength to limit the social media. And when I say have the strength, it has become such a part of our daily lives that you act, you have to have the strength to get off of social media. You have to. I have moved all my apps to like the last page of my home screen. So if I'm really trying to go on social media, girl, you better be swiping for that app, okay? So as I'm sitting here this weekend, like being so sad and being feeling like I'm never gonna succeed and I'm broke as a crumb and like all of these terrible things, I'm like, okay, well, time to limit social media. It's time to think of other ways to entertain myself so now i'm drawing on my ipad now i'm reading a book back to the duolingo girl like i have to find new influences that are going to make me feel better about myself some of you might even have to keep a log of every thought that you have when you are on social media like wow her hair is really shiny i wish i could do that with mine but mine is just I need a haircut and I haven't been able to get a haircut in so long. <sighs> Must be nice to have the money to get a haircut. Just all that thought off of one girl posting her hair on TikTok. And it seems so dramatic, but you do it too. That is why we all feel like, oh my gosh, I gotta get off social media. I gotta take a break. I can't handle it anymore, which is true. We can't handle it. We weren't built to see this many people and their hacks and their lives and their cooking. Like we weren't built to see this much and get this much information or we would have been built with the way to categorize it so we stop eating ourselves up. You know how they put that little temperature gauge in the turkey and it lets you know when the turkey is done? That is what you need to do on social media. You need to set a gauge. But as soon as you notice any, any thought that's not happy, that's not promoting yourself while also not putting down somebody. That is when that temperature gauge needs to go off and you need to pick something else to do. Not another social media app. 
another activity to do. <laughs> also could happen when you're off social media too, because you stored up all of those things. And then now all of a sudden you are on the couch chilling, watching Netflix. And you're like, you know what? I'm kind of lazy. I kind of should have went to the gym. Those thoughts came from somewhere and they probably came from social media. So if you are just sitting on the couch one day and you're like, dang, why did, why am I all of a sudden in this funk? Like I was just doing so good. I was on my grind. I'm still in my grind, still doing this, still doing that. But some reason like this funk is sitting around me. I guarantee you it's probably from too much social media. And you might be even thinking like, oh, I've only been on it for like 20 minutes a day. Well, that 20 minutes is still too much. Or you need to find the other source that it's coming from, but it's probably social media. Another one, as soon as you have scrolled on someone's page to figure out when they had that surgery or to figure out when they broke up with that guy or that girl, that's too deep. Too deep. Why are you in somebody else's life like that? Or log off. You have to remember that the internet is huge and it keeps its receipts, girl. Why wouldn't you post your best angle? Why wouldn't you post the best take? Why wouldn't you post the best picture? Because people can always find this again. So why would I post a picture out here like, so that when I'm 50, somebody can pull this up and be like, ha ha ha. No, of course people are gonna post the best, the highlights and make it look like so much better than what it was because people can always find this again and people can immediately judge you off of it. So remember when you're looking at this, of course somebody's going to post that they're going to the post office this much. They want to look successful. Of course somebody's going to post all of these presents and all of these people at their dinner because they wanna look popular. So when your temperature gauge is going off, get off social media and talk to yourself. Start thinking about things you're grateful for. And not everybody's lying on the internet, but most people are, most people. And if you're somebody who's on social media for your business, um, and that could be like an actual business or that could be like your influencing business, remember your path has already been planned. So if you need to take a social media break, but you feel like you're going to lose out on sales, followers, a viral moment. I promise you you're not because it's already been planned. So focus on your mental health first because if you keep pushing yourself, pushing yourself, pushing yourself and now you're burnt out to the point where you forced, you're forced to take a break because your mental health cannot even do anything. That might be the moment you miss something. I had this hoodie, it went viral. I had a ton of sales and I was trying to stay on top of the viral moment it was creating by pushing out more photos, more videos, more social media. And I burnt myself down to the ground. Girl, I had to take like a, a break for a hot minute. I promise you your mental health is worth way more than a hundred million sales, a hundred million followers. A hundred million dollars. I promise you. So take a moment with yourself in those thoughts and ask where they're coming from. Then set that temperature gauge. Then make that adjustment. Okay, when I'm bored and I have 30 minutes on lunch, instead I'm going to practice drawing on my iPad. Or instead 
I'm going to read a book or instead I'm going to look at a magazine. Pick another form of entertainment and don't just quit social media or back up off of it. This needs to be something that goes forward in the future. If this is something you're struggling with, it doesn't have to be cold turkey. Be a warm turkey girly. So today I'm on social media for three hours. Tomorrow it's tomorrow is two hours and 45 minutes. And then the day after that, two hours and 30 minutes. Walk yourself down. It doesn't have to be immediate. It just needs to be a change that's happening right now that is going to be the best for your mental health right now. I want to end on this really good quote that I heard. I'm paraphrasing it because it was actually a whole sermon. The devil doesn't have to check in on you or ruin anything for you because social media is a trap that lets you do it yourself. Social media has you in a hamster wheel. He don't have to do nothing. He don't even have to check in on you because he know you addicted to social media and you gonna handle it yourself. When I heard that quote, um, rocked, you know, had to sit there for a minute and really let it marinate because, whoa, <laughs> wow. It's funny because I had planned this episode a while ago. I drafted it and everything. And then this weekend when I was sad and in my feelings, I was like, how funny that this week we're talking about comparison and it's the exact trap I found myself in. So just a reminder that I I'm walking this path with you and I'm offering the little small bits that God gives me and the pieces of information that I found to be the best and offering them to you. So we're in this together, girl, and we are going to make it okay. I hope that you found some powerful, good, motivating nuggets in here and that it has helped you feel way better. It has left me feeling better. I think I'm going to go get a mean A double hissing snakes journaling session on. I hope the rest of your week is amazing. Keep creating success and until the next one, stay blessed. Bye guys.